What's up, everyone? I, Irvin TV, Double I TV, whatever you guys want to call me, as long as it's nothing disrespectful, because if it gets disrespectful, then, um, I'm going to get Darth Vader to break your neck like he did that kid. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome y'all to episode 17 of Squirrel Moments, the podcast with my silent co-host, Steven the Squirrel. What's up, Steven? Everything good? That's good. Um, well, yeah, um, the day that we're recording this is on June the 18th, 2022. Right now, it is 5.50 p.m. Again, around the time that I'm recording this. So, um... Yeah, right. Usually, I record the podcast um, early in the morning. Um, yeah, I usually record it early in the morning, but I had a lot of running around that I had to do this morning. When I say I had to do a lot this morning, well, the first thing I had to do was finish recording the, um, not recording, finish edit- editing the last episode of Let's Play um, Resident Evil 7. So, by the time y'all see this podcast, it's already out, but I had to finish editing it. Um, and then it was a whole bunch of other stuff that I had to do this morning. Um, uh, so yeah, um, grocery shopping, uh, car wash. It was a lot of stuff that I had to do, but, um, I got it done. I got it done, got it done, got it done. So, and I have not stopped yet. And then after I finished recording this podcast, uh, I'm going to a get together. So I'm going to be tired, but everything's good so far. Everything's good so far. Um, First of all, I like to, uh, I appreciate and I like to, what am I, where am I going with this? <laughs> I like to thank everybody that's been supporting me so far, um, supporting the podcast, um, you know, whether you're watching the video version, uh, which is on youtube.com slash TV, or you're listening to the audio version, which is available on anchor.fm, uh, Spotify, what is it, uh, Google Podcasts and then Apple Podcasts uh, and whatever other platform they're on. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's listening, watching, all that kind of stuff. I appreciate all the support. And if y'all can also do me a favor as well, speaking of support, um, if you're watching the video version, go ahead and like the video, go ahead and drop comments, all that kind of stuff. Go ahead and share the video because that, that, that really helps out. That really helps out. And then if you're um, listening to the audio version, make sure to give this podcast an honest rating, but I prefer five stars. I, I, I'm just saying that's what I prefer, but because <laughs> that does, um, that does support the, um, the podcast as well. It does help it move, move it up the, move it up the algorithm and all that kind of fancy stuff. So, and I, you know, I just want to bring some more listeners in, you know, bring some more supporters in and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, make sure to follow me on all my social medias, which you watch video versions on the screen, but I'll just tell y'all, uh, everything is our urban TV, um, Instagram, um, of course, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, TikTok, all of that. My most, I'm more active as far as like just regular social media goes is, um, do, 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 what is it? Uh, Instagram. That's what I'm most active at. So if you, 
If you come to Instagram, drop comments, send me a message, whatever, I'm going to respond. That's where I'm going to respond my fastest. Maybe Twitter as well, but um, definitely Instagram. So anyway, let's get into it. Enough rambling, enough rambling. Because um, Steven looks like he's ready to just chop my neck off or something like that. You ready to chop my neck off, Steven? Because I know you want me to get to the podcast. Well, I mean, I do majority of the talking. If if not all of it, I mean, yes, you do have your input, but you're also the silent co-host. Anyway, let's move forward. Um, so, <laughs> first thing, if you watch the video version, you're going to notice that I um, cut, like, my sideburns and all that kind of stuff. And the reason why, only reason why I brought that up, because in the last episode, I was talking about how, you know, I was letting my beard grow and all that kind of stuff, even though I don't really like beards. Then, last week... I decided to cut it because it was getting too long. So I was like, all right. Because what I tried to do at first is cut it down a bit, but I cut too far down. So I was like, all right, let's just cut basically the whole thing. With the exception of my gold tea, of course. So yeah, I had to cut it. So I had the clean shaven face and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then today, right before I started recording, I was trying to, because, you know, my hair grows fast. And usually I don't cut it that fast, you know, that often or whatnot. But... I was trying to, you know, do a lineup, round it up, whatever, and I kind of messed it up a little bit, so I had to cut it down again, but hopefully by next week or two weeks from now, it'll be better, it'll, it'll get to where I wanted to be, so <laughs> I wanted to bring that up real quick, but anyway, um, so first thing I'm going to um, you know, I'm going to give y'all some personal updates real quick, uh, so I told y'all in the last episode, and I've also been tweeting and I ain't really tweeted, but I put it on Instagram, my social medias, and all that kind of stuff. That um, I got a new job, and I'm no longer at Amazon, so I'm not gonna tell y'all where I'm working at. But um, if you're watching the video version, I don't know if you can really see it, but my other desk is right there. This is my current work desk that's on the corner of me behind Steven, and um, yeah, I'm working from home now. So I started, I actually started this week um again it's right now it's saturday so um by the time y'all get this probably sunday most likely but yeah i started my first week this week so and so far uh everything seemed cool so far but everything is just basically orientation um you know the basic stuff the hr stuff benefits and you know things like that so but from everything that i'm hearing so far everything that i'm gathering so far things pretty seem to be pretty nice again the pay is the pay is nice um good benefits when i say good benefits when they the first when they first showed us the benefits you know especially with the health insurance oh i'm gonna be saving a lot more money now so yes 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 and then let's just say there's a lot more benefits that's definitely going to help me because i announced last the last podcast that i'm finally well i've been working on it for a very long time i've been working on it for like three four years now but i'm finally pushing you know finally pulling the trigger of moving um it's just a matter of now because i finally i said this in the last episode but i finally consolidated my loans i paid a lot of stuff off I consolidate a lot of my debt, I meant to say, uh, with a consolidation loan. Really, it was really a more of a personal loan. But I did that, and I paid off a lot of stuff as well. Uh, paid off my phone, and, you know, I just caught up with a lot of stuff. So now those funds 
like my funds are starting to really open up plus i got this new job that again has good pay and i learned um that they give out a decent amount of overtime and bonuses so yeah your boy bother me i'm still broke <laughs> i'm still broke but i'm gonna be paid <laughs> if that makes any sense so yeah and then if you're watching the video version you notice behind me that my bookshelf my my bookshelf has all my star wars books and stuff like that it's empty it's empty and the reason why it's empty because i've already started packing some stuff um Again, it's going to be months. I say minimum three to four months before, you know, I finally move. Because I got to save up the money. So, that's the biggest thing. But, um, yeah, I've already kind of started the process a little bit. I packed my books. Packed my, um, you know, some shoes, some clothes that I don't wear. You know, knickknacks and stuff like that. So, I already started packing some stuff, cleaning some stuff. Uh, you know, just to kind of get ahead of the game, um, which I'm actually, actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about, uh, more of that towards the end of the podcast, because that actually is going to go into the, um, Squirrel Moments University segment of the, the podcast. So, um, I'm going to talk about that, um, more, but so far right now, the job seems pretty good. Um, I will say it is, uh, costing a job. That's the most I'm going to say. And I have my feelings about costing the jobs, but here's the thing about me. It wasn't the, the, the work itself, the cause itself that finally made me pull the plug on that job. I mean, okay. Yeah, of course I got cussed out a couple times, some angry customers and this, that, and the other, which I expect, you know. The problem with the job I was working at the call center I was working at is the company itself, the job itself, because they wasn't providing us with the resources or the tools to help us, you know, help the customers. And because I couldn't help the customers, you know, they cussing me out. They yelling at me, this, that, and the other. And it just, we didn't have the tools. So I was like, you know what? If you ain't going to provide me the tools to do my job, I got a jet. I got a jet and it was causing me so much so much anxiety and all that kind of stuff and they were just like so unorganized but from what i'm learning with this new company i mean and again it could once i get you know get on the phones and all this stuff you know things shows you know they can start showing their true colors because one thing i learned um one thing i've learned is to never judge judge a job i I've worked a decent amount of jobs. I don't do no job hopping, but come on, I'm tw- I'm 28 now, so I've got some experience under my belt. I've been working since I was 18. Well, at least like official jobs. I've been, I've been working since I was really 14, 15. But like as far as like official jobs, like company jobs and all that stuff, I've been working since I was 18. So since I'm 28, that's 10 years. I've been working for 10 years now, so I've worked a decent amount of jobs. But one thing I've learned is to never, ever, ever, ever judge the job until at least you're a couple months in. Because if you judge the job based off the first few weeks, you're going to get a rude awakening. And I'm not saying the job I'm working at now is going to be terrible, you know, months down the line. But I've heard so many good things about this job that I'm working at. I've read a whole bunch of reviews. Everything seems pretty good, you know. And um, I've been hearing... You know, some of the workers that work there now, um, they're saying that things are pretty good, that they're taking care of this, that, wooty woop, good benefits, great discounts, and all that kind of stuff. So, things seem good so far. And then, um, 
again from what they from what i'm gathering and from what i've learned with this company so far there are opportunities to um to move up so it's it's decent amount of opportunities to move up so that's that that's that's that and because i'm working from home you know there's opportunities a lot definitely a lot more opportunities to move up because it's not like you're waiting for the opportunity in that building or if you want more opportunities you got to travel somewhere else it's like i'm working from home so it's i I feel like it's going to be easier to get more opportunities and all that kind of stuff the only thing i'm worried about right now as far as like scheduling when next year when i go back to school i mean i only got one class to go to but still so uh that's my only concern but hopefully they'll understand because you know because this one these jobs that have you know that help you with school and all this kind of stuff so hopefully they'll understand and you know and once i graduate um once i graduate get my certification then i can move into the it department of my new job so hopefully you know i can do that you know within i'd rather move within because i'm tired of honestly i'm tired of looking for new jobs 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 and you know it's not a problem with you know working different jobs from time to time now i'm not encouraging job hopping like you get a new job every two months i'm not encouraging at all because usually like every job that i had well majority of the jobs that i had i worked at least a year maybe with the exception of one which was a part-time job i was only there for like a few months but all my jobs that i've worked in my life i i was there for at least a year even with amazon like i like it was funny is it was the week before my last week it was my one year anniversary so <laughs> yeah so all my jobs i work at least one year or close close to one year i, I should say close to one year so but yeah i i don't job hop because I, I don't i don't like it because like you know you gotta put in applications then you gotta do interviews and all this stuff now granted of course if you're getting promotions or moving within a job you know you gotta do interviews and you know you might have to put in an application but the process is so much smoother you're already in the ecosystem so it ain't like you're trying to you know you don't have to do too much you know you know who this person is you know who to get in contact with all that kind of stuff so i i'm, I'm just done with looking for new jobs and like What's funny is people, you know, people send me IT jobs. Even after I told people that, you know, that I got a new job at where I'm working at, you know, people still send me IT jobs, which, you know, don't get me wrong. I definitely appreciate it. I definitely appreciate that people are looking out for me and I appreciate the support no matter what. But first of all, I just got a new job. So I was like, let me at least get this one. Let me fill this one out first. And then it's like, I'm, again, I'm just done with looking for jobs i am just done with it i i just i'm just i'm getting i'm i'm not i'm not saying that i'm old because again i'm only 28 but i'm getting at that age now i want more stability i'm tired of i'm just tired of like the you know the stability not being there now granted of course my end goal is to be a full-time content creator which you know we still got some ways to go with that we definitely still got some ways to go with that but it's just it's you know i just want some stability I, I i that's all i want and that's another reason why i'm moving because it's just i'm not saying where i live at now me live with my dad i'm it's not a stable home because it is it's like you know again i'm a 28 year old male i do want to have my a place of my own i want to finally move on 
I mean, again, I've lived on my own before, semi on my own. It was with somebody else, but that situation didn't work out. But it's just, I'm a man. I'm like, I'm I'm a grown, grown ass man. Like, I, I I need, I need my own stuff. I just want my own space. And plus, you know, I really want to go for, you know, get things going with this content creation thing. I mean, I get to create content here. Don't get me wrong, but I have to respect, you know, my father, because you know, by the time I want to really record stuff, he's sleep. And I gotta respect him. I gotta res- I gotta respect that. So I just want my own. I just wanna, you know, get this content creation thing on the road, you know, just be able to get up, not have to think about doing it, you know. Just go ahead and get up and do it. You know, stream more. Cause when I move, I'm gonna stream definitely more often. I I I'm definitely that's gonna happen. I'm gonna stream more often. Instead of once a week, I wanna stream at least two to three times a week minimum minimum two to three times a week like sometimes i stream two times a week but lately it's been once a week but yeah but it is what it is hopefully um you know things go well with me with me moving with this new job and all that kind of stuff because it's time for me to move forward it's time for me to move forward i've been feeling good about a lot of things and it just yeah and you know and speaking of content creation that goes to the next thing i want to talk about not only, you know, I'm saving money to, uh, you know, move, but um, uh, I'm sorry, Steven. I'm sorry, Steven. What would you say? I I totally skipped over your um, input on things. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. What you got to say? Right. We, we getting... Wait, wait. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. We... We? Hold on, wait a minute. What do you mean we? You mean Nintendo we? The we you? You mean we you? Or you know what? <laughs> that came out wrong. The you know what? The point is, Steve. What do you mean we? You got to make your own living. You see what I'm saying? You got to make your own living. Now, granted, if I get more, the more money I get, the more I can invest in content creation, and the more you know i can feed you more if i get more money that can progress everything and you get fed more you know of course when you put in your own work but you, what do you mean we <laughs> but <laughs> i love you steven i love you steven and i think i think people out there love you too because when when you um appear your first appearances your first appearance on the podcast it was so many good things um, that people had to say say about you. <laughs> so many good things people had to say about you. You definitely and then like all my um my my women friends they all say you cute. <laughs> hey, don't go feeling yourself now. One of them, uh, one of them that said that um, she's with somebody, and the other two I don't think you're that type, but they think you're cute. So okay, don't don't be feeling yourself. So <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, um. Speaking of content creation and all that stuff. Again, not only I'm saving towards getting my own place, but part of me getting my own place is also, you know, you know, to also improve my content and to move forward with it. But also, I've been spending some money on increasing my um, production quality. And this is what I mean by that. Um... 
you know, again, I've been clearing up, you know, like, again, my credit cards and all that kind of stuff. But when I have been spending money, it's been on equipment. Like, for like for example, you notice in the background, if you're watching the video version, which you should um go ahead and like it and share to all your friends and all that kind of stuff. But if you're watching the video version, you notice right behind me is um, a TV. This is one of the TVs that I was using because I was using the um, TVs as TV monitors. Now I'm using actual computer monitors because one, it's the monitors that I'm using. It's so much clearer. It's so much. It, it looks so much better, first of all, because like the other TV that I was using is on the wall. And it's very small, but it's like over here. So I'm all you notice. I always have to look over here. Now everything is within, you know. It's not. I don't have to look all the way over here. Then do this and do this and all that kind of stuff. Everything is right in front of me. I might have to nod my head a little bit or like you know move my eyes a little bit. But you know, it's 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 so much better. So now they're used monitors. They are used monitors. Um, I got from this place called the Tech Exchange um, in my city, which um, I live in Richmond, Virginia. But um, they're like uh, the Tech Exchange. They're like a local video game store that they not only they do like retro. The main thing is retro, but they also sell some current stuff. They sell a lot of used electronics and all that kind of stuff. And I got um, a Dell monitor, and I got a On, I think that's how you say it. It's one of the Walmart brands, I believe, monitors. And I bought it, bought both of them from less than $200. Now, the crazy thing, I think they're 24-inch. They're even 24 or 27. I don't remember. But the crazy thing is, um, now, one of the monitors is a little, eh, like, you can tell it's a little old. But it's still not bad. Now, this Dell one is a beast. It is a beast. But for two hundred dollars for two monitors, usually one monitor alone, you're spending about at least two to three hundred dollars. So, and the fact that it works, the fact that it works the way that I needed to be. Now, of course, I had to change some stuff around because, of course, with a TV, you put in the HDMI cord, and all I had to do was plug in my headphones, which is another thing. You know, plug in the headphones to the TV and I'd be good. And if I unplug it, you know, I got the speakers from the TV. Well, these monitors, of course, most monitors, like standard monitors, don't have speakers in it. So I had to change around some stuff, of course. But this, it definitely helps out a lot. And then speaking of my headphones, if you notice, there's no wires. There are no wires. There are no wires. There are no wires. Because I got wireless headphones. And, you know, the, um, the, I think I spent like, no more than $40 on these. And these headphones are a beast. I was editing the uh, uh, other day and I heard the bass. I'm like, Lord, how mercy. Now the downside is because it is wireless and I have like my 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 PC is at the bottom and I have my desk up here. It's blocking the signal a little bit. So I can't move too far from it. But um, hopefully I can get that um, worked out. Um, yeah, I can hopefully get that worked out. Um, yeah, that's how dedicated. Oh, there's another thing too. Now, this mic that I had, that I have, I had this mic for a while now. Um, it's a Fifine or Fifine. Uh, let's go Fifine. Now, the mic before I had a rose gold version of this, which it was like I think I spent like thirty dollars on. 
but this right here and i'm just talking about on the stream last night but this right here i think it was like 60 70 dollars because not only has the microphone but it also comes with the arm as well as you can see because i because you know i really wanted one of these because it's much easier than having just the mic and having them you know just stand on the desk or whatever but um yeah so but now the, the only thing is this is a usb mic which is very convenient and for a usb mic it still it still sounds nice it still sounds nice you just have to make some adjustments but i want better i want better and i want things to be more smoother so i bought a new mic and matter of fact i'm gonna show you all right now if you're watching the um video version i'll be right back anyway so and i'm gonna do an unboxing um i'm actually gonna record an unboxing tomorrow uh which tomorrow is juneteenth and father's day so yay so anyway so this new mic that i got is a uh, um f deuce yeah <laughs> that is a funny name yeah. f deuce l sl 40 so yep and sorry y'all but the good thing about this mic is first of all it's an xlr which is industry standard a lot of microphones studio microphones all the stuff use xlr um ports cords whatever and the thing i like about this is this microphone is is basically equivalent to the shuri microphone that is the industry standard like if you ever watch like a lot of podcasts uh radio shows um um a lot of studios a lot of studios the, the industry uses um shuri and you know i was doing some research on the shuri just you know i was just looking you know just to hear it all, all that kind of stuff because it because the Sherry is very expensive. You're talking about two, three hundred dollars, I believe. It's very expensive. It's very expensive. And as I and as I was looking up the those, just to, just to listen, watch some reviews and all that kind of stuff, this came up. This came up, and the price for it is eighty dollars. But the manufacturer, the company, which what is the, oh yeah, the company F Deuce, the company has a $30 off coupon. So, and the coupon was on Amazon. So it took like, yeah, like I said, $30. I think it was $30. So it's usually, again, $80, 76 50 So I paid $50 for this. So, and again, I watched a lot of reviews on it and it sounds nice. Like, like I was watching comparison videos and you can really, you almost couldn't tell the difference. You really couldn't almost tell the difference. So I was like, yeah, I gotta definitely invest in this. I, I, I gotta make an investment on this. So, and it comes with the cords as well. So, you know, like most microphones, when you get it, it don't even come with the cords. This one does. So, and not only I invested in that, I'm gonna put this right behind you, Steven, if you don't mind. You matter of fact, no, I'm gonna move that. Not only that, I also got this audio interface as well. I don't know if y'all can see that. Um, yeah, I got this audio interface, which is used so I can plug that up to my computer. So, yeah, and I think this is like 40, I think. I don't remember the price. I'm not gonna really do an unboxing on this. 
but yeah so yep definitely yeah so this is the last podcast that you're gonna see slash here for all my audio listeners that's going to um have this equipment and this doesn't sound bad don't get me wrong it doesn't sound bad especially when i did some because the last episode i did some adjustments to the volume all that stuff and it definitely sounds better but i want even better and it's time to step things up it's just it's time to step things up and um you know oh my gosh we're almost at 30 minutes and i'm not even at the new section of it so i'm gonna kind of speed through things a little bit because i do have somewhere i have to go but um what was i saying right um basically production is about to go up um you just have to invest in yourself like like okay for all my people that's thinking about going into content creation streaming or whatever you're gonna hear every every youtuber and content creator who's been in this for a while your first your first instinct is going to go buy all the crazy equipment the, the crazy and super expensive um uh, equipment that you you're going to want all the the super expensive um equipment that's what you're going to want to get don't don't do that cuz the first thing you're going to cuz first of all you got to you, you're going to want to know if this is really what you want to do cuz some people get into to spend all this money and then don't ever really touch the equipment after the first couple of times they just kind of give up whether it's you know it's too hard or they're not getting enough views or you know they're not getting paid or anything like that a lot of people just put it up and then you spend like thousands of dollars on equipment when you know that money could have gone towards something else I'm going to tell y'all now and a lot of content creators say say this i don't like calling myself a youtuber i, I don't i think i explained it before because calling myself a youtuber tuber limits my you know it limits me i don't like the term youtuber you know of course if you're on youtube of course you are a youtuber but i don't want to limit myself because i'm again i'm on twitch i got this podcast which is on uh again not only on youtube but it's on anchor and all that kind of stuff all right i'm having a squirrel moment let's come back um when you first start with content creation, you want to start off small. And the thing is, the the quality of your content can be good with cheaper equipment or less expensive equipment. If you really take the time to do the research, you know, sit down, do what you got to do, whatever. If you take the time to research and learn this stuff, you can have some great content with with little with just a laptop and a camera and some video games or whatever you're doing, you can have great content with very few. You can, trust me. Because when I first started off, I just had my PC and I had my PC in, you know, some free editing software and all that kind of stuff so it, i and i had like an action camera which like was 40 50 dollars of course i also have my cell phone which everybody has a cell phone so that's where you can start with your cell phone and the crazy thing is my old cell phone that i have right now that is my camera that i'm using and it looks good right it, it, it looks good so that's all you really need or if you don't have an extra phone whatever or if you don't want to use your phone that often you got webcams which you can get a decent one for fifty dollars probably even a little less you get again you got the action cam 
cameras like you know the, like the gopros and all this stuff i'm not talking about the brand gopros because they're expensive but you got like the generic ones which should cost you no more than a hundred dollars uh you know if you get a decent one do some research and all this stuff the point is invest in yourself but only invest real money when you really feel like this is what you want to do because this is what i want to do this is what i love doing like i've invested a lot of money into this like like the editing software i use now i usually use shotcut which i still kind of use it but it's more for conversion purposes but um what i use now is adobe i use adobe edition and i got the whole adobe package so and when i first got it it was through my school and i was getting a decent discount on it but now i pay i think i paid full price so i paid 30 dollars a month for this you know 30 dollars a month for um for adobe and then and this is kind of backwards a little bit but it also is very convenient where i do my thumbnails my logos my art and all that kind of stuff um i edit on canva.com and that's why i make a majority of i make all my thumbnails on there and there is a free version don't get me wrong it's a free version but what i want to do i have the pro version so i forgot how much that costs but i'm basically the point of the the, the point of what i'm getting to and we got to move on because again i got stuff i got to do so if you see me rushing through this a little bit i'm trying not to rush but at the same time it's just things i like i said i've been going and going and going and going i have not relaxed yet today so and things just kind of dragged out a bit but anyway i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry y'all squirrel moment squirrel moment steven moment <laughs> the point i'm trying to make is i'm invested in myself um because i really want to push for I, i've invested over a thousand dollars in this probably a little bit more than that i've invested a lot of money in this so and again if you just starting off start small and again on, on my channel on my um channel i have a whole a lot of unboxing when i when i the point of my unboxing when i first did it was to like it was like the equipment that i was getting that i was actually using and then i wanted to show other people hey you can start this without spending a lot of money because like my headphones that i was using for a long time before i replaced you know before i bought these was five below headphones and i think it was like five ten dollars i think because you know they got the five above section in items now those has been the last me for a while now if you take i know people gonna be like oh that's cheap stuff but if you take care of your stuff it'll last a while like even my blue ones that i had before i bought my black ones their style is now starting to fade a little bit like the earmuff parts they're starting to fade a bit but they still work they still work so yeah five below you know all that kind of stuff but yeah on my channel i have a playlist for all my unboxing well i have a majority of my unboxing i still need to go back in there and add some stuff but really just start small and if you really love it start putting more money into it and putting more money into it but yeah the quality is about to go up and again i've been talking about it i'm saving up so i can build my second pc and also upgrade the current one that i'm using now because this is again this is what i want to do and right now i'm not worried about a new camera eventually i'm gonna want to upgrade but i'm gonna upgrade this camera when i upgrade my phone so the phone that i have now which the camera is better eventually i'm gonna rep i'm gonna use this one but right now i don't want another phone because i don't want to increase my bill or anything like that but yeah i'm just invested in myself and like not only that not not only like the equipment and stuff i have steven on now like I, again i wanted to and not only and steven hasn't been only appearing in the podcast but he's been appearing in my streams he's been appearing like appearing i meant to say 
like the last two or three episodes of Let's Play Resident Evil, and that was by total accident. He was just he literally just so happened to be there. He literally just so happened to be there, and it's just kind of all right. Let's go with the flow, and yeah. So like he is an investment, and I'm not saying he's an investment like in it, and you know he's like he's just some animate object. <laughs> I mean, come on, Steven, you kind of are an inanimate object, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> the point is, you know, even if it's not uh um, this is gonna be an evil thing for me to say. Even if it's like not a stuffed animal, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Stephen. But like for people that's way bigger than me, having other people come in, you know, having editors, you know, having cameramen and all that kind of stuff, camera people, camera women, whatever. Just having that alone is an investment. So all I'm saying is invest in yourself, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Now let's go to the next thing. I finally finished the Halo TV show, right? And the reason why I stopped because I had, you know, I had to put my Paramount Plus subscription on hold, but I finally finished it. And, and I'm going to go by this real quick. This is how I feel about it. I'm not going to spoil anything for y'all if you haven't watched it yet, but put it this way. I, I give it, as far as like the rating goes, uh, a three out of five. Uh, a three out of five. It's not terrible, but you can definitely tell it's unbalanced. The the pacing is weird, and it's like, and the story is not bad because again, this um the the TV show, while I still take things from the canon, this is not really canon per se, but um, no, the production is decent. It's not again, it's not terrible. The story is pretty decent. Uh, it's just a lot of things. It's just. It, it, it put it this way i like it i i do like it but i can see why people have problems with it like again it's not terrible but i can definitely point out some things and i'm gonna get to uh, there's another thing i'm gonna get to in a second put it this way the last episode the way that it ended justifies for a second season it definitely justifies the second season and hopefully with the second season they learn like the mistakes from the first one and then like they can you know i feel like with the ending of the first season if they do things right because now because that first season established everything now it's like you know they could do they can have more action but it can be because that's one of the main problems is not enough action you know, and again, you're telling the story, so you can't just have a whole bunch of shooting and all this kind of stuff at all the, you know, throughout the whole thing. But it does need to be balanced, and that's why that's why I say, you know, it's kind of unbalanced. So, but the way that the second season in, I'm sorry, the first season ended, can definitely justify uh, um, a second season, and then it just, um, yeah, it just hopefully they learn from their mistakes. Um, it could be better writing, better production. Because again, it's not terrible, but you can definitely tell, you know, why the budget is decent is you can definitely tell, like, again, some of the CGI wasn't that well. So, like, you can definitely tell some things are just CGI. But again, it's not, it, it wasn't terrible. So, that last episode, the last two episodes was, was great. It definitely picked up the last two episodes. Um, but... I, let me just say this real quick, and then we're gonna move on to the um, 
to the, to the next topic to the first our first news story which is about halo by the way in a negative way let me tell y'all something real quick so y'all know the new obi-wan kenobi show is out right and so far it is fire of course it has its moments but it is fire it is i don't care what anybody says it's it's fire it's fire but with that being said people need to learn how to just enjoy stuff of what it is and this is why i i don't i don't well i'll be lying if i say i don't read other people's comments and reviews on the tv show anymore because then i'll be i'll be lying if i say that but sometimes i just be curious just to see what people be saying um Although I don't do that as often as I used to. After the the Halo TV show, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna stop re- listening to other people's, uh, watching other people's opinion. Not that I cared about it in the first place, but it could just kind of have a negative impact on you at times. But it's just people don't enjoy stuff for what it is no more. People, I'm reading the comments, you know, Facebook posts and all this stuff. People is nitpicking every little thing. I'm like, enjoy the movie. I mean, the TV show. It's like. Are we at that age now and just like we nitpicking, you know, like, oh, like we notice a lot of stuff or it's just like, are we really just, let me tell you something. If a child wants to watch the Obi-Wan Kenobi show now, they would enjoy it because it's like, they, they would just enjoy it. Just like me when I was a kid, I enjoyed the prequels. You know, all the people was like, oh, the prequels is garbage. But anyway. It, it just and of course you know i do agree disney has made some mistakes but from what i'm reading people just nitpicking people was mad and i'm not gonna i don't want to spoil too much but let's just say there was a very great scene that that so you know they read you know recast you know not recast it but you know they hate hayden christensen which um who was the younger not the kid anakin skywalker but you know old i don't want to teenage slash older um anakin skywalker before he turns to turns into darth vader before he dons the suit but you know you know they cast him and you know he's a little bit older now he although he looks wonderful like i think he's like 40 something now but he still looks young he's aging pretty well uh, but let's just say there was a scene where you finally get to really see him and people was nitpicking the fact that, you know, oh, they should have de-aged him and all this kind of stuff. Do you really, do you know? And I, yes, and don't, I'm, don't get me wrong. I noticed that, but that's only because I'm really looking into stuff. I noticed a lot of stuff, but I'm enjoying it at the same time. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I can tell, you know, they could have did a little bit more too. But again, he doesn't look that old. I mean, you might see a few wrinkles here and there, but he doesn't look that old. People are literally complaining that they didn't age. I'm like, really? What is this is what we doing now? And then like there was another thing I saw. I was on Instagram and somebody dropped a comment and asking, why did they use this version of you know, because it was basically episode two version of Anakin Skywalker when, you know, he was still a Padawan at the time. It was like, why did they use that version of Anakin if he looks older? And I and I commented just to try to clear things up. I was like, because 
right, I'm gonna spoil it a little bit. So I'm gonna give y'all like five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. So they they they, they had a um flashback to where um Anakin was a Padawan, and he was training with Obi Wan. You know, and they donned the Attack of the Clones look. So I'm, I'm I, I comment on it, and I'm like, it's because you know, ooh, I ain't realize I'm. Wow, we're forty, we're over the forty minute mark, and I still haven't got to the the bread and potatoes of well, the meat and potatoes of the podcast that I want to talk about. So this might be a long episode, but um, and I'm gonna try to get by this quickly. But I was explaining to him because it was a flashback of when he was a Padawan. It was like, and then the guy was like, "Well, it doesn't make any sense because he looks older." And I just left it alone because I'm not gonna end. I'm like, really. I we really complained about that. He said it was stupid. I forgot exactly what he said, but it was—it's just really. I, we need to just learn how to enjoy stuff for what it is. It's like, are we really gonna nitpick? It used to be a time we just go out and watch something and enjoy it, and then like if it was mistakes, it was like blatant mistakes. It was just like out there. It was just like, or if it was like if it was a small one, we barely even notice it because which is everything is good. So it's like again, this is a work of fiction. You can't have everything 100%. I mean, granted, the MC, you know the MCU is incredible, but even the MCU had certain moments. It was just like, oh yeah, you can tell it's CGI, but. Anyway, we just need to learn how to enjoy stuff and just enjoy it for what it is and stop nitpicking everything. Right, Steven? Right. Anyway, let's go ahead and move forward. Let's go ahead and move forward. Uh, I said I was going to segue into uh, some Halo news, which isn't good. Isn't good. And then they fixed themselves, but it's like, how did this happen? It's like, how did this, how did this happen? So... 343 Industry fixes and apologizes for a Juneteenth mistake. And mind you, Juneteenth is tomorrow. Well, it might be today by the time I drop this. Well, you know what I'm saying, Sunday. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. And the mistake that they made, it was just hot. Like, I mean, granted, everything got a, you know, so much people got their hands on the project. But still, like, how did this happen? Like, so this is basically what happened, right? And it happened with um, Halo Infinite. All right, let's switch over. So this is what happened, and this article was from IGN.com, and this article was um, posted on the 16th. And it reads as follows. Halo Infinite fixes offensive Juneteenth cosmetic name 343 apologizes. A name, a name plate palette, ta- a name plate palette's title has been changed from from Bonobo Bonobo to Freedom. Halo Infinite developer 343 Industries has, has changed an offensive cosmetic name release as part of a Juneteenth event. First of all, if you don't know what Juneteenth is, it is, which is now a federal holiday now. Um, it's a national holiday. Juneteenth is the day that all the slaves were free or was emancipated. Um, basically, when all the free, if slaves was free back in... Um, 1870 whatever it was i don't remember the exact date basically when all the free slaves was free so it's a celebration of that um anyway 
Where was that right? Halo Infinite developer 343 Industries has changed an offensive cosmetic name released as part of a Juneteenth event and apologized to fans for what it for what it called a hurtful mistake. A Halo Infinite nameplate color palette released to celebrate June June's ah! Oh my gosh, help me Steven. To celebrate Juneteenth, a federal holiday in the US commemorating the emancipation of slaves with was named Bonobo, a species of great ape. You see what I'm saying? Y'all see what I'm saying? The offensive name was called out by players, including Sean W. on YouTube, which prompted 343 to quickly change the palace name to Freedom and apologizes for what it claimed was a mistake. So this tweet was by Sean W. The Juneteenth palette is called Bonobo. I would really like this to be fixed ASAP. Don't really care what happened. Blah, 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 whatever, whatever. While the original name refers to an internal two set, it was not intended to be applied to this content and we recognize the harm it may have caused, say Halo Senior Community Manager John Jr. Sick. I believe on Twitter. The palette was incorrectly named and we immediately renamed it via an update. 343 boss Bonnie Ross also apologized for the name and this is how she apologized. This is what she said. We were made aware of a palette option for our Juneteenth emblem that contained a term that was offensive and hurtful. The team immediately addressed this issue via an update, she tweeted. We are a studio and franchise that is committed Ooh, it's getting a little hot in here. Committed to inclusivity. I butchered that word all up. Where everyone... <laughs> you know what's funny? We, again, this is the first week of my job. We literally just had a, um inclusivity uh, <laughs> segment. So, anyway. Where everyone is welcome and supported to be their true self. On behalf of 343, I apologize for making a celebrated moment a hurtful moment. Pl Halo players have continued to ask for a deeper explanation. However, asking why this item in particular was named Bonobo after an internal tool set and how no quality assurance staff noticed the issue, IGN has reached out to Microsoft for comment. Yeah, that's a good question. It's like, okay. First of all, why was the tool set named that? Like, out of all things it could have named the tool set, it just... Like I said, I, I'm not saying 343 as a whole is racist or anything like that, but somebody and it just like how. First of all, let me drink. Let me drink this water real quick. I got some sparkling water. The sparkling water. I'm having a squirrel moment. I'm having a you moment, <laughs> Stephen. Mm. Leave me alone, Stephen. Um. <laughs> Just yeah, how did that slip out? Slip through the cracks. It's like three, four, three. Y'all have a lot, and I love Halo. I love the Halo franchise. I know I was just talking about the Halo TV show and all that stuff. I'm a huge fan of of Halo, but this is just how like y'all y'all already in some deep waters because you know you know the way Halo Infinite the launch and all that kind of stuff. But this y'all. Anyway, y'all just need to get it together. That's all I'm saying with 343. Y'all just need to get it together. What you think, Steven? Right. Y'all ain't gonna do, you know, the disrespect to black folks, especially our black, beautiful, our black and beautiful 
queens out there. Come on, y'all, y'all can't be doing this. And come on, you're black too, right, Steven? Well, 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 you're not black. You're more like reddish type. Whatever. Um, You're a red squirrel, right? Brown squirrel? Well, we'll talk about it later. You, you ain't got to put it out there. I mean, you appear brown, but I think you might be red, I think. How you don't know? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, speaking of more corruption and more craziness now you know the whole activision thing that's been going on um the allegations and all that kind of stuff with the company you know with the sex sexual harassment allegation all that stuff well apparently they've been cleared of the allegations all right so before we proceed to go any farther with this activision blizzard story um at the recording i realized i made a mistake um while reading this um this story i thought with the investigation that was going on i thought that the government entity that was investigating activision blizzard cleared them when in actuality come to find out it was an internal investigation not the entity that said that they was in the clear or whatever so i thought i got them mixed up i made a mistake um you know when i was reading it i thought again it was the uh government entity that cleared them so um yeah so apparently they still hot ice and yeah i still think that activision blizzard right now is full of crap and it needs to be some justice so um yeah i'm still gonna continue my boycott and all this kind of stuff but you'll see as uh we get farther a lot farther down the story so but yeah let's continue because y'all know um well if you don't know they was going through this huge lawsuit the government the yeah the government basically sued them was filed a lawsuit because of these allegations but apparently activision has been cleared and when i first saw the story i said this gotta be a tr this gotta be somebody trolling at first but then i looked it up because i always look up multiple sources um well at least i try to anyway like i always if i see something i'll google it just especially if it seems out there but sure enough it was plenty of stories out there so yeah so this story this article is from kutaka.com and it was published this thursday so it was published on what was thursday on the 16th and it reads as follows let's go ahead and switch uh yeah activision blizzard clears itself of any wrongdoing the call of duty publisher says it's the victim of an unrelenting unrelenting barrage of medium criticism yeah, i don't know about that uh we'll get to that in a second Nearly a year after an explosive lawsuit by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing kicked off a firestorm of sexual harassment and discrimination allegations at Activision Blizzard, a board of directors working group working group investigating the company has released its findings. Led by a 25 veteran of the Call of Duty publisher, the group concluded that that hold on, I'm sorry, concluded there was never any systematic issue with harassment, discrimination, or retaliation at Activision Blizzard. Contrary to many of the allegations, the board and its external advisors have determined that there is no evidence to suggest that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally, keep that in mind, intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the, instance, the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. The Workplace Responsibility Committee wrote to shareholders in a June 16 SEC filing. While there are some subs, there are some. 
I'm gonna skip that word because I'm butcher it. There are some instances of gender harassment. Those unfortunate circumstances do not support the conclusion that Activision senior leadership or the board were aware of and tolerated gender harassment or that there were ever systematic issues with harassment, discrimination, or retaliation. These findings are aimed squarely at refuted allegations and the DFEH lawsuit and those raised in the November 2021 Wall Street Journal investigation. The latter reported that Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick failed to report a 2018 settlement with an alleged rape victim of Call of Duty Vanguard maker Slash Heaven Games to the company's board. The report also claimed Kotick threatened to have his female assistant killed in the 2006 voicemail and interfered to prevent the co-head of Call of Duty Black Ops studio, Treyarch, Dan Bunting, from being fired for alleged sexual harassment. An Activision spokesperson told the Wall Street Journal at the time that Kotick had always kept the board informed, apologized to the assistant for the hyperbolic language. Keep that in mind. And that Bunting was properly disciplined when the incident occurred however the wall street journal reported that he resigned from the company shortly after it asked about the allegations bunton denies this mr bunton's departure had nothing to do with those allegations of course his lawyer bobby schwartz told kotaku in a statement calling the the, uh, insinuation false and harmful but not disputing the timeline the board summary says its investigation were, was based on email communications, notes, and other source documents, as well as fresh interviews with current and former employees. But the board members don't go into much more detail about the extent of the investigation, how it was co- conducted, or what raw data were, was furnished to outside consultants like former EEOC chair Gilbert Casales, I think that's how you pronounce his name, who concluded that there was was no widespread harassment pattern or practice of harassment or systematic harassment at Activision and Blizzard or at any of its business units. It's unclear how, oh, let me read those dates, between September 1st, 2016 and December 31st, 2021. Anyway, I'm gonna finish reading this. Uh, it's unclear how many total current and former employees were interviewed as part of the investigation, why it was limited to only the last five years, or how much Casella was paid. Casella and the Activision Blizzard did not immediately respond to a re- request for comment. The summary is also hard to square. It's hard to square with the landmark $18 million settlement with the EEOC for recent victims of harassment and discrimination at the company. What we have come to realize over the past several months is that there are many truths about our company, individual and collective. Experimental. No, that's not it. Experimental and data driven. And sometimes they can be difficult to reconcile. The board writes, it does not elaborate on the details and nature of those opposing truths, but it goes on to complain about being wrongly maligned by an unrelated barrage of media criticism. The rest of the companies, I'm sorry, the rest of the group's findings are dedicated to forward-looking statements about a new best, about new best practices 
being put in place like a new ethics and compliance and a zero zero tolerance harassment policy in some cases these these initiatives appear to have been a response to employee demands marshaled together by the abk workers alliance and in others they have fallen short uh those asses currently informal current and former Activision Blitz's staff are still calling on the company to directly involve it in the decision-making process for stamping out harassment and discrimination at the company. Some employees have already won that right legally through a successful union election for QA developers at its Raven Software Studio. Currently in the midst of bargaining their first contract, Microsoft, set to buy Activision Blizzard for $69 billion, of course, recently announced it will remain neutral on union matters as part of its pitch to regulators tasks with appro- approving the acquisition. And then this update came later. Um, added comment from Button's lawyer and clarified the allegations against him were alleged. All right, um, that was a lot to take in, um, but basically, um, so they was cleared of. So basically, what they were saying was like the lawsuit was saying that you know upper management, like um, you know, like the executives and all that stuff, the top executives, saying that, like they basically intentionally ignored all the you know allegations, you know anything that came towards them. So they say they. So obviously, you know, after reading that whole article, you know, there was harass. Of course, there's still harassment, um, sexual allegations still going on. You know, Bobby Kotick with his assistant that threatened to. You know, the alleged to even though. His new assistant said, "Oh, he was just joking," so that basically means he did it. But you know, stuff still happened. It just, they basically said not to the extent of how the media is putting it, or basically, they basically said that, um, how am I trying to word this? How am I trying to word this? Uh, that they were clear. See, I, I told you I have problems articulating my thoughts sometimes, or, yeah, articulating. Um,. That the top executives purposely ignored these allegations and these harassments and all that kind of stuff. So, so for right now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bash them right now because they've been clear, quote unquote. There's still, I think there's still, in my opinion, I think there's still stuff going on at Activision Blizzard because these, all these people ain't gonna just be coming out and saying, oh, they did this, they did that, and all this kind of stuff. It just the executives has been cleared of willingly ignoring that stuff but again and there was an article that i came across like months ago that was like activision was trying to uh purpose purposefully destroy evidence so uh, allegedly allegedly but i gotta keep i gotta remember to use that word but you know allegedly so i mean maybe they didn't the investigation maybe Put it this way, they've been clear of the charges of, you know, purposefully ignoring the claims and all that kind of stuff. But it could still be happening. It's just the executives have been cleared of ignoring these claims. So, but for, uh, again, it's just... 
So right now, I'm not going to go on too hard right now because they've been cleared of that. But, I mean, uh, obviously, stuff is still happening in the company, which, you know, some weird stuff happening in the company. And, again, Bobby um, Kotick, he threatened one of his assistants. So whether, you know, he said he was joking, but still, you don't do that. But, anyway, let's move forward. What do you think about that, Steven? Right, yeah, like I said, I, I, yeah, we still got our suspicions right now, but because they have been cleared, quote unquote, I'm not gonna go too hard on them. Um, I might finally stop playing Call of Duty game, even though I've never been really big on Call of Duty, but as far as like Activision Blizzard games and all this stuff, I might just start playing them again, but I'm still gonna keep a close eye on them. But anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Speaking of multiplayer stuff. Uh, did y'all know that Gears of War multiplayer almost wasn't a thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, one of my other favorite video games, um, series is Gears of War. And, you know, the first one came out in 2006, I believe, or maybe 2005, around that time, around that time. Um, I know the first one came out, ooh, my stomach is growling. I know it came out right before Halo, um, 3, the first one, because the second one came close to that um anyway the point that i'm making is that gears of war almost didn't have a multiplayer and this article is from the gamer doc the gamer.com and it was published on may the 30th and yeah this is old but i still thought it just was interesting um it reads as follows let me switch over okay gears of war multiplayer almost never happened Wonder about what might have been. A former Epic Games developer recently revealed that 2006 Gears of War could have never gotten its multiplayer. The team struggled to make it fun and even considered cutting the whole thing out of the game just a few months before launch. Gears of War is much appreciated for its online modes and even treated as one of the core Xbox multiplayer shooters experiences alongside Halo. However, few of us know that back in the day, um... The developers were wondering if multiplayer was really necessary. I'm glad y'all stuck with it. According to lead developer designer Lee Perry, the studio was quite small in 2006, so while they wanted to include multiplayer from a very early point, there were just not enough people to focus on that side of the game. As a result, the team put off multiplayer level design until near the end of development, assuming it would be much easier to create than campaign maps when prototyping finally began the studio was drawn upon the most popular shooters like counter-strike and unreal tournament the developers quickly discovered that something felt wrong and soon put the blame on the fact that all of these games played differently than gears of war instead of light speed encounters the combat in gears of war is more about tense tactical close quarters firefights over cover so the whole thing needed a new angle another problem was the intimate release which implied heavy summer crunch for the team. Yeah, that had to be in order to deliver competitive modes. At one point when multiplayer wasn't coming together, the, the developers were openly asking, do we just cut this? They of course didn't. The team started designing multiplayer levels just for the signature play style in Gears of War, creating open spaces that allow players to control what's going on it's important to see what the enemy is doing as opposed to they just pop out, 
pop out of the door next to you, Perry explained. The online component was expanded upon significantly, significantly in installments, becoming one of Gears, Gears of War's biggest streams. Fans of the franchise will be happy to hear that Gears, Gears of War 6 remains in the works. The developer behind the game, the Coalition, seems to be collecting motion capture data for the upcoming title. Rumors have also been flown around to the effect that Gears of War is about to get the Master Chief Collection treatment later this year. So, um, yeah, um, Gears of War almost didn't have a multiplayer. And the crazy thing is, like, how that would have ended up, like, because now Gears, Gears of War is multiplayer is a huge component of it now, especially with 5. Um, and like, granted, Gears of War, especially the first three, has a solid story. So, the story alone, at least with the first one, definitely would have made it uh, a, a well, you know, a well-developed game and all this stuff and a solid game. But after a while, it uh, Gears of War without multiplayer, I don't think it would have lasted this long. Now, granted, they probably would have added a multiplayer when the second one would have came out. But the second, but when the second one wouldn't. Now, granted, the second one had an amazing story. Like Gears of War Two is my favorite Gears of all time. Gears of War Two, I put so many hours into that game. The game, the, the story was solid. The campaign was solid. But the multiplayer was also solid as well. So I'm wondering, like, would it be as big as it is now without the multiplayer? Which, honestly, I can say, I don't think it would have been. It's like, yeah, the story would have been amazing. But after the third one, would they would have continued the story? Because they would have probably wouldn't have made as much money. Because a lot of people play Gears just for the camp, not for the campaign, just for the um, multiplayer. What you think, Steven? Right, I just remember um, when I was younger, you know, you got these bulky Hulk dudes just running around stomping off heads. And not only that, you could do that, in, not only you could do that in campaign, but you could do that in multiplayer as well. So I'm like, let's go. But anyway, um, let's move on because I'm starting to get texts on my phone. So it's time for me to kind of speed things up. So, and I, I hate rushing, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. I, I hate rushing this because I love doing this and I wanna make sure everything that I put out is quality, but it just, things are starting to mush together. And, you know, stuff happens, but I'm a busy person. So anyway, moving forward with our next story. Y'all remember when I told y'all that um I recently upgraded my graphics card? I forgot what. I forgot what which one I had previously. I always forget. Because the name on it is not on the side. I know it's a Radeon, but that's about it. But I recently upgraded to the um, RTX 3050. Because the prices are starting to go down. Well, apparently, they're starting to get even more cheaper. They're continuing. The prices are continuing to go down. So... Anybody that wants to upgrade their PC or think about building their PC, this is the perfect time to do it. Because not only the prices are dropping because of what's going on in the story, which I'm about to explain, but, you know, at least with the um, with the GTXs, the RTXs and the GTXs, well, RTXs, 
I should say. So I'm, I'm still learning more about graphics cards, so I'm not 100% solid about them, but I do know that the 40 series, uh, I do know that the 40 series is ready to come out because the 30 series has been out for a while, but the 40 series is ready to come out if it hasn't came out already. But because the 40 series is ready to come out, the 30s are ready to be cheaper. If you want a 30, of course there's others, but anyway, let's just get into the story and then this will explain more. And this is from TomHardware.com and uh, this was published three days ago. Uh, so that means it was published, let me see, on the 15th. And yeah, and it reads as follows. Let's switch over. Boop. Uh, Below MSRP and only getting cheaper, the GPU doge begins, spurred on by the crypto collapse. We've been watching GPO, GPO, what the heck, what is wrong with me today? GPU prices fall since the start of the year, but the past few weeks suggest that, suggest things could get a lot worse for the graphic cards manufacturers and GPU vendors, that is in the near future. GPU prices dropped 15% in May, and we've seen similar 10 to 15% drops each month for the past several months. We saw the best graphics cards come back into stock at retail as GPU mining profitability has plummeted, and that was before Bitcoin and Ethereum crashed again, dropping Bitcoin from around 30,000 to the low 20,000s, and Ethereum from 1900 to about 1100 in the past week bitcoin's value dropped over 30 percent while erythium plunged by more than 40 percent jeez this has happened before back in 2018 when it resulted in a massive oversupply of many gpu lines amd's paralysis i think that's how you say that Parolis, paralysis GPUs such as the RX 570 and RX 580 went from being wildly popular mining GPUs to being cars you could pick up for a song. <laughs> the low-end RX 560s cost almost as much as the RX 570 for a gigabyte, even though the latter offer more than twice the performance. And it's not just retail price prices that will threaten sales. Used GPUs will soon will start to flood the market as people abandon cryptocurrency mining. Not only that, but also, you know, again, with the 40 series coming out, people going to start selling their 30s. Anyway, we're already starting to see some of these effects. Remember just a few. Remember, remember just a few months ago when the RTX 3080 couldn't be found for under a thousand. Now it's going for less than 650 on eBay, and we've seen listing selling groups of six RTX 3080s for as little as 2,500, 418 told y'all it's time <laughs> with the current profitability of 3080 mining hover around 85 cents per day at the power costs even hardcore, hardcore miners are ready to throw in the towel and see what remaining value they can get out of their cards wannabe miners will still be looking at about a year and a half to break even assuming things don't don't continue getting worse 
this might sound this might sound like doom and gloom, but it's actually great news for anyone looking to upgrade to a new graphics card. Not that well suggesting you run out and buy a used graphics card off eBay, but what the heck was that? See, I, these are noise canceling, so when I hear weird sounds, I get a little paranoid. Anyway, <laughs> what the heck? Is that my desk? Who is making those weird squeak sounds? That's weird. I think that might just... Oh, that's my chair. <laughs> Not that we suggest you run out and buy a used graphics card off eBay, but we're... But we expect nearly... Sorry, y'all. But we expect nearly every current generation graphics card will soon be found for less than retail prices. Maybe far less. Here's a look at the latest GPU prices, which is... Whatever, whatever. All right, I'm done with reading that. Basically, the point of this um this article is that GPU prices are dropping because, you know, with crypto cryptocurrency and all this kind of stuff, you know, you got your crypto miners and all this stuff. And don't don't ask me how that all works because I have no freaking idea. Don't ask me. I barely know how cryptocurrency itself works, so don't ask me about crypto mining. But again, I recently just upgraded my graphics card, so because I think I, I pay no more than. 400 for my 3050 so this is the perfect time if you want to upgrade your uh pc or even build your first first pc or whatever just a perfect time to do it so yeah and um what you think steven i know you haven't built a pc yet but um what you think yeah, we, we're gonna build a PC soon. We're gonna build. We're gonna build a PC soon. Of course, the next PC I build is gonna be with my um uh, with my other nephew. Cause I mentioned before that I was gonna um you know build um PC with my nephews. But when I did it, I was only gonna get one of my nephews. So, but anyway, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. But anyway, let's get to the next story. Which honestly, <laughs> so um. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> I'm doing terrible, y'all. Like, again, I'm kind of rushing a bit because um, I'm inspecting somewhere. But, um, this is the part of the, uh, the, 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 the podcast. This is the IRL, which stands for In Real Life. This is part of the podcast where I talk about some new stuff that's going on in real life that, you know, affects people. Uh, again, the other stories can also affect, you know, the game stories. They can affect people as well. But this is more of a general. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, as I told y'all before, I just left Amazon. So, <laughs> it's funny. I came across this story and I almost didn't believe it at first. And I kind of still, because this, uh, this is kind of alleged. But Amazon may be running out of labor. They might be running out of people and they might be running out of workers. And this uh, this article is from Engadget.com. And this was published on the 17th. So it was published yesterday. And it reads as follows. Leaked Amazon memo says the company may run out, run out of available labor by 2024. Some locals like California's Inland Empire are particularly at risk. Amazon is likely to run out of prospective workers for its U.S. warehouses by the year 2024, according to an internal memo. 
that was leaked to Recode. I'm sorry, y'all. Like I said, with these new headphones, it's noise cancellation. So if I hear just like the slightest thing or slightest vibration, it throws me off a bit. The memo contained internal research from 2021 that predicted a looming labor crisis for the e-commerce giant that would hit some areas faster than others. For example, it estimated that Amazon would exhaust its labor supply at Phoenix, Arizona by the end of 2021 and in California's Inland Empire by the end of 2022. It calculated the available pool of workers using factors like income levels and proximity to current or planned Amazon facilities. The report urged the company to take steps to address the future labor gap, such as... Raising wages, of course, to retain its existing workforce and attract more new hires. It also suggests it also suggested increased automation in the warehouses. If we continue business as usual, Amazon will deplete the available labor supply and the U.S. network by 2024, wrote the authors of the report. In a statement to Engadget, an Amazon spokesperson an Amazon spokesperson said that the leaked document is an inaccurate assessment of its hiring situation. There are many draft documents written on many subjects across the company that are used to test assumptions and look at different possible scenarios, but aren't but aren't then escalated or used to make decisions. This was one of them. It doesn't represent the actual situation and where and we are continuing to hire well in Phoenix, the Inland Empire, and across the country, wrote Rena Lunick, Amazon's Director of Global Operations and Field Communications. Automation is, hold on, I gotta respond to this text real quick. Um, hold up, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like I said, I'm super busy today. Um, anyway, um, automation is something that Amazon has invested heavily in already by acquiring acquiring Kiva Systems in 2012. But according to a Wire investigation from last year, Amazon's warehouse robots aren't capable of handling advanced fulfillment tasks that can only be performed by a human worker. Human workers were once an ample resource at once an ample resource of the company. The, the tech giant is the second largest private employer in the U.S. and is the largest private employer in a number of U.S. states and cities. The company announced plans to hire 125,000 workers last fall, which is roughly equivalent to the population of Savannah, Georgia. But the new hires largely appear to be replacing workers who have been terminated or resigned terminated or resigned amazon's turnover rate is roughly 150 percent a year twice that amount of the retail and logistics industries at large a new york times investigation revealed last year that is ridiculous as recoded notes as recode notes amazon's attrition rate is even worse in phoenix in the inland empire it also has to compete with big box stores like walmart and target which are now offering competitive wages to those with warehouse experience we are hearing a lot of amazon workers say i could just go across the street to target or walmart uh Kasushi. i have no idea to pronounce that name i'm sorry co-director of co-executive director of inland empire's warehouse worker resource and totally code so i am not surprised i'm not surprised because here's the thing 
me coming from Amazon, they burn through workers fast. Like when I say burn through workers fast, again, it said its turnover rate rate is over one hundred and fifty percent. So that means they just burned the workers and after a while yes it's it's gonna happen i'm not surprised again this is a this is a leaked memo and according to that spokesperson it was just going through scenarios but i can believe it i i can believe that it's happening because again you gonna burn you're gonna burn out workers and again they barely pay they pay an okay wage but again I was reading an article one day and I might have talked about it on one of these episodes of the podcast, but Amazon is one of those companies where a majority of their workers is on welfare, you know, food stamps and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you burn it out through employees because again, you got these high rates, which the rates are ridiculous. The rates are ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Like, and that was part of the reason why I left, because they were just getting way too ridiculous. You know, the short breaks. They say it's 15-minute breaks, but anyway, I might make a separate video about that. But I can definitely believe it. I can definitely believe it. What you think, Steven? Yeah, don't work at don't work at Amazon, Steven. Don't ever work at Amazon, because you're just going to... You're going to go nuts. <laughs> I don't know what that was <laughs> let me take a drink real quick and then i got one more article and then score moments university this lecture is going to be quick and then we're gonna get out of here hmm. anyway so here's some local news some local irl news now i mean by local is my state of virginia my home state of virginia and apparently virginia is getting a lego plant Y'all heard me correctly. They are getting a Lego plant. And this article comes from Axios. I think I'm saying that right. A-X-I-O-S. Axios. Axios or Axios.com. And this was published on the 15th. And it reads as follows. Why Lego chose Virginia for its second North America plant. North American plant. Chesterfield County is getting a massive Lego factory. What's happening? The Danish company announced plans Wednesday. Danish. Oh, yeah, they are Danish. Announced plans Wednesday for a $1 billion manufacturing plant. It will be the company's second North American manufacturing plant. Joining a facility in Monterey. I think that's how you say Monterey, Mexico. The plant is slated for Chesterfield's Meadowville Technology Park. So it's literally not going to be that far from Amazon. It's literally not going to be that far from Amazon. Because that's literally the area where Amazon is. And it's scheduled to begin producing playsets in 2025. The company says it will eventually employ more than... 1,700 people and pay an average wage of of sixty thousand of sixty thousand a year. That is nice. Yeah, why why y'all gonna wait until I started really getting established to finally bring this into Virginia? Anyway, I'm gonna get more into it. Why Chesterfield? Representatives of Lego cited the company's proximity to East Coast transportation hubs and what the company described as a skilled manufacturing workforce in the region. The company said the site also has space for a solo park. It says it will make the factory carbon neutral. 
Nice. The states offer uh, 75 million in potential tax breaks. Probably, probably didn't hurt neither. Context. Chesterfield is already home to an array of manufacturer plants producing familiar products, including marchand ramen noodles. Huh, okay. Sabra hummus and Trojan condoms. Oh, okay. I think one of my friends works at the Sabra hummus factory. I think he does. Um, yeah. Um, what am I at? Oh, yeah. What, the, what they're saying, our factories are located close to our biggest markets, which shortens the distance our products have to travel. Karsten Rasmussen, the company's chief operating officer, said in the statement, the intrigue. Government Glenn Youngkin personally announced Lego's arrival at a press conference Wednesday, gushing that he loves the toy bricks, but in press materials, Lego distanced itself from some of his administration's policies. The company wrote that it chose to locate in a state where the governor is critical of renewable energy because Virginia is one of the handful of states with a plan to transi transition to a carbon-free power grid, a policy Youngkin opposes. <sighs> anyway, I'll, that, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. That's amazing, not only for Lego, but also for the people of Virginia as well, because first of all, well, the first of all, it's going to be amazing because we're going to, we're going to be the only, maybe I'm saying this wrong, maybe I got this incorrect, but we're going to be one of the only Lego factories here, you know, because it said it's only two in North America North America, mind you, talking about the continent. Talking about the continent. And, you know, the first one is in Mexico. So that's one thing. And the second thing is, it's going to create jobs. It's going to create jobs in Virginia, in the state of Virginia. More specifically, the Chesterfield, Richmond, or in, in that area. You know, again, the Meadowville technology area it was talking about. That's literally, it's like not that far from... From Amazon and the other places it li it listed. It's literally that's gonna bring a lot of jobs. And it said they're starting around sixty thousand a year. That is decent. That is decent. I mean, granted, we have inflation going on and all that stuff, but that is still nice compared to the thirty something a year that Amazon and most places offer. So that is amazing that, you know, that's going to bring jobs here and all that kind of stuff. And not only that, you know, it's going to be faster for products to get here. So, um, yeah, what you think, Steven? You about to buy more Legos now? <laughs> you don't even have Legos. We don't have Legos. You know, I, I, I played Legos as a kid, but I never owned that many Legos. Yeah, so anyway... I gotta go. I gotta go soon. So let's finish this part up real quick, and then we're gonna head out. Uh, so yeah, right now we are at Squirrel Moments, U Squirrel Moments University SMU. This is the section of the podcast where um, I give um, advice or give some type of word, or you know, I give gems where I feel like it can help people. Whether it's about mental health, I really don't give too much money advice. Um, yeah, mental health, relationships, anything I feel like that can help people out with, like whether, you know, they're my age, older, younger, 
whatever so yeah that's this is the section of the podcast where we do that me and steven and what i want to talk about today and then this is going to go to the very first thing i was talking about in the beginning of the podcast constantly remind yourself of your goals and work on them and this is what i mean by that this is what i mean by that and you, you know it sounds so simple it sounds so small but at the same time this is huge this is what i mean by that so i told y'all already that you know i'm gonna be moving um i'm working on moving by closely like by the end of the year close to the end of the year and i told you already again the bookshelf that's behind me it's empty i you know already box that up and all that kind of stuff and the reason why i'm starting this early of course i'm not gonna pack everything up but i'm doing slowly bit by bit and all that kind of stuff and the reason why i'm doing that because it's, it's keeping me focused on the goal at hand and it's keeping me excited and, it keep, and you know it gets me um it just gets me going it, it's it's getting me it, it gets me going it pushes me farther and inspires me more because if i'm constantly working on even if i don't have the apartment now even if i don't have the funds now just me packing some things even if it's just little knickknacks here and there or even going out you know buying cleaning products or all that stuff or like one of my plans is you know buy furniture as the time go by while i'm still you know um you know save money and then also buy little bits of furniture here and now and all that kind of stuff it's just keeping me focused it keeps me excited it just keeps me you know motivated and dedicated because if i'm not actively doing something like you know like for example with the content creation i'm not going to think about it you know so by me being active being active on it whether it's looking for apartments packing stuff you know it keeps me going and it just push i'm kind of repeating myself at this point i'm kind of a broken record because it's not much i can say to it it's, it's it's very simple at least the advice anyway like and even if you if you're not moving think about it for a second you have goals right whether they're big goals you have small goals um or as my therapist my therapist calls it uh short-term goals and long-term goals like for example your short-term goal may be to clean the kitchen in the living room and then your long-term goal is to redo the house now i know that's a massive jump but you got to do bit by bit and one of the things that we do as human beings is we overlook the small stuff we overlook the small goals it's like you know we overlook the stuff you know like the washing the dishes sweeping the floor um getting the homework done or you know being able to cook being able to finally you know get something to eat you know stuff like that just small stuff you know washing the clothes um just things like that like the small things like okay i put my clothes in the dirty clothes hamper and all that kind of stuff and you might be thinking well that's what you're supposed to do which is true it's true that you are supposed to do that stuff but because we don't really think about it it's like because we don't think about our small goals and the small goals that we accomplish when we're not accomplishing our long-term goals our big ones we get down on ourselves because our um our because we're not thinking about our short-term goals and so and the only thing we're seeing we get this tunnel vision of yeah we get this tunnel vision 
of that long-term goal that we're not achieving, that we forget about all the small goals that we just accomplished. And, and that's what I've been doing a lot lately. A lot of my small goals I've been looking at, and every time I accomplish it, it's like, okay, I felt good about it. It's a small goal. Like today, I um I vac I had to vacuum my floor because Lord have mercy, Dusty, who was my rabbit, he is shedding. Like, well, his shedding kind of slowed down a little bit ever since I groomed him. But, you know, of course he poops on the floor from time to time. I finally was able to sweep the floor. Not, not sweep the floor, vacuum the floor. Not only that, I also cleaned out his litter box, all that kind of stuff. So, and... And then those same boxes I told you I was packing, I was finally able to get some of them into the attic. So just small stuff like that. Like, yes, I finally got to it. I finally washed the clothes. I, you know, I finally put them in the dryer, all that kind of stuff. And then they sit in the basket, which is way for me to fold, which I hate folding clothes. But even like that, I fold the clothes. And because I hate folding clothes so much, once I fold it, I feel good. Because, yes, I finally got them out the way. You know, I will celebrate those small achievements. So, again, constantly remind yourself of your goals and work on them um again your small your small your short-term goals can lead to your long-term goals like right now my short-term goals again is to, to pack you know my little stuff here and there slowly but surely and then with me focusing on those small goals eventually it keeps me on the path i don't know why i have this flashlight in my hand i literally just picked the flashlight up from my hand but it literally it, but <laughs> it keeps you focused on the long term it keeps you on the ultimate goal which again even though getting a place of my own is a long-term goal i'm gonna put things in perspective it's technically a short-term goal getting my own apartment it's a short-term goal because the reason why once i get my own place i can start making content more and all that kind of stuff so you know that's that so, you know, it's a small term, it's a long term goal to help out a small term goal to help out with a long term goal. <laughs> I mean, y'all get what I'm trying to say. And then again, you know, it's small term because short term, because right now it's just an apartment, but eventually I'm going to want to get a house. So, and that'd be the ultimate long term goal and all that kind of stuff. So by doing those small things, again, it's all perspective. So by doing these small things, it leads me towards my big goals, my long-term goals and all that stuff. What you think, um, Steven? You got anything to add towards that? Right, because what what's your short-term goal right now? To find the nuts, right? <laughs> to find the nuts, right? So that way you can get to the long-term goal of having enough nuts so when it starts snowing outside and it's time for you to hibernate you gotta store your food right that's the long-term goal make sure you have enough food for one i want to watch ice age again <laughs> what steven you already knew i was corny when i um when you came aboard you already knew but you love it though you love me right i love you too uh steven <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The reason why I hesitate sometimes, because sometimes I be wanting to call you Dusty, because both y'all are animals. So, you are an animal. You're a squirrel. You're a lovely squirrel. You're an awesome squirrel. But you're still a squirrel. You're, you're still an animal. But you're also an animal. That's just like Dusty. He's an animal. He's a lovely bunny. But he's still an animal. Anyway. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's that. Remember to constantly remind yourself of your goals and to work on them. But anyway, that's it for y'all. That's all I got for y'all. Um, again, I appreciate everybody that's watching the video version, which again is on youtube.com slash iUrbanTV. And also for anybody that's listening to the audio version, which is on anchor.fm, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and some other platforms that are out there. I just appreciate everybody that's listening and supporting. Um... And for anybody that want to financially support the uh, the podcast, you're not obligated to do this, but if you want to, you can um, cash app a um, donation, which my cash app is dollar sign Irving TV, which is also on the screen if you're watching the video version. Um, yeah, again, you don't have to financially support me. Just again, um, just y'all watching, this listening, listening, listening alone. Um, again, liking the video, rating and all that stuff. That helps. And plus, by listening to the audio version, um, if y'all already know, I have an ad in the beginning um, for Anchor.fm. Um, you know, I haven't got, I still haven't made it over the dollar yet. But even then, just listening for y'all, you know, y'all listening, that supports me. So, again, y'all don't have to give me money. Just, again, just by listening, watching, sharing, rating, all that kind of stuff that supports me that's the biggest thing that supports me that supports me and um steven right steven right so anyway um that's the end of the podcast y'all um again i appreciate it i thank y'all for listening watching and all that stuff i hope y'all enjoyed yourself and as usual promoting peace gaming oh, oh oh one more thing this is the last time y'all gonna um this is the last podcast is gonna be re- recorded with this mic again i got the new mic and all that kind of stuff but anyway uh but yeah as usual promoting peace gaming and wings <laughs>